Hello, and welcome to the Green Green Grassroots of Football with me, Andy Glover. Me, Mark Grinter. And I would just like to thank our sponsor, Rachel's Bookkeeping, for all of your bookkeeping needs. You'll note that Ben is again not with us. After heralding his arrival as part of the team, he's been a real letdown and words will have to be had, perhaps even send him the train with the under-23s. Now on this episode, we have a new guest to the show, but someone who's been associated with our club ever since he brought his girls team to the club in 2016 for their final three years, before taking on the role of General Secretary for three years in 2018 and moving on to coaching our soccer tops at the same time. We welcome Mark Small. Hello, Mark. Hello, Andy. Okay. Um, is there anything else about yourself? I, I was, that was a basic overview. Is there anything else about yourself or does that cover it? Um, you know... Pretty much, I'd say, yeah. I've um, been coaching for uh, since I don't know, fifteen years now. Because uh, you brought your team in, didn't I you? did. Yeah, the so final three years. They did. It? Yeah. So we, we we brought them in from Longwood Green. Uh, we brought two teams in from Longwood Green because they were moving into eleven aside, and both teams at Longwood Green we were just not enough players ultimately. So we were looking around for another clubs. And fries were very welcome at the time, and uh, we that looked round. Yeah, it was very good, and we, we, were, we were happy to come in, really. So yes, all from there, really, and it's grown from there. Yeah, as you said, I've secretary, fixture secretary, and now Tots manager or coach. Yes, so uh, lots happened. And your sixth year as Tots coach. Yes, yes, flown by, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if I give a bit of my history in terms of Tots and also the Wildcats because that's the, the Tots is kind of like the boys side really isn't it? Well, yeah. they do do girls as well we do do girls but it's, yeah it, it is mainly boys ultimately yeah whereas the Wildcats is specifically yes. girls so yeah. you do boys and girls if they come along yes whereas the Wildcats is specifically for yeah. girls yeah. isn't it right, so. <coughs> so I spent um, three years coaching the Tots from 2008 to 2011 and then a year with the Wildcats in 2022 to 2023, and I subsequently have taken on that team. Um, however, obviously, if they need support with the, um, my coaching staff who are around, then I'll happily jump in with the Wildcats and support them where, wherever needed. Um, Mark, yourself? Um, I did, but on the tots for a year or so, just mm, before yep. Mark. Yeah, about you. Yeah, and then, then obviously, when started the girls' section, Back in 2019, Kelsey and Bernie started it. I think they did it for about a year. And again, ever since then, I've done the Wildcats. Have tried to um, move it on. I've not been successful in this as of yet. But that's what we'll talk about tonight, hopefully. But still enjoy, still enjoy doing it. And it's great. I mean, the little girls and stuff are fantastic to coach. And it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um, in case you hear any background noise listeners, we're again in trustee Summerdale Pavilion, the, the home of Fire Club, JFC and of course Red Falcon, even though Ben's not here again. So anyway, um, so I'll start off with a little a report actually. This was reported in The National in 2021. A four-year-old London boy has begun training with Arsenal after they spotted him while still in nursery. Zayn Ali Salman caught the eye of scouts while playing with boys much older than him at his local grassroots team and becomes the youngest ever recruit to the Arsenal pre-academy. After he was invited into Arsenal, scouts from Chelsea, Fulham, Crystal Palace and others contacted them. So he was four. So, um, I just put that one out there, you know. There's us coaching our three, four, five. It's ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> I, I mean, to be honest, 
I think it's in some European countries they don't even look at them until at least 10 if not 12 and mm. stuff 4 years old how do they know at 4 it, yeah, that, that it's, it's is crazy just isn't it yeah nuts you've got to allow, allow them to develop haven't you and obviously I sit myself where you got you get boys who come in at four and five really good some not so good but in a couple of years time you, you can see them come through can't they so uh, yeah, you've got to give them time well I go back to my time when I was I did work with Bristol City and I scouted with them for a while and I, I worked particularly with a team that my grandson was involved with and as under eights they had a phenomenal team mm. and these boys were coming in and they were seven year olds and they were brilliant and I, I looked at them sort of four or five years later and I think there's one boy still there. You know, so all these young seven, eight-year-olds, six, seven-year-olds that have been brought up to the academy as amazing children, by that time, weren't the amazing children that they were younger. And others who had obviously developed later mm. had taken their place. Yeah. So how can you say this four-year-old, this is the one we want because he'll develop or, or may not he may mm. develop but he may not and others will suddenly develop at 12 mm. 13 14 and completely take their place so well academies apparently know what they're doing but anyway we'll we'll discuss hopefully tonight we'll we'll look at the general tots and wildcats um age range and discuss sort of the, hopefully the benefits of, of that mm. so i've got a few things uh, mark and mark to have a look at and there's some I found sort of what is called the three mainstays or the three pillars of of that age group uh, coaching football and the first one physical development so um, that sort of football training in enhances like motor skills including like basic drills running jumping kicking the ball make it seem like child's play and sort of lay the foundation of healthy and active lifestyle any thoughts on that <coughs> I think I said for the, certainly for the girls and the Wildcats. I've said sit five years now. The warm up every single week is sharks and fishes, and I think I, I every week I think they're going to be bored of this by now. And every week it's probably one of their favourite things. And we also do the obstacle course, a basic obstacle course, weaving in and out. So obviously learning skills, going backwards, forwards, jumping up down maybe with a little but so there's two of the main routines which probably take up half the world mm. session for the majority of it they're not even kicking a ball yeah I it mean, is learning basic running skills basic turning skills awareness of others around yeah. you I mean for those who don't Space. know sharks and fishes if you're of my generation that was bulldog <laughs> <laughs> um, not allowed to call it bulldog you're almost not allowed to play bulldog no same game. It's the same yeah. game. Yeah, but you're allowed to play sharks. And, and at Christmas, and was it called games. at Christmas? Uh, what did we call it at Christmas? I can't remember. What did we? Oh, the, sad, oh, the oh Grinch. Grinch. The Grinch. At Christmas, it's the Grinch. Same game. Yeah. It's the Grinch. Yeah. Mark, what do you think? Physical development. Well, I think it's good. What we tend to do with the boys is 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 it's just a simple game of tag we to start with, and just to get them moving because I, I think it's quite important to get kids moving at all times. I'm not one to have kids hanging about in big groups especially in the winter when it's cold as well so game of tag they're all stretched out along the line again the space awareness which links into, into, into play and again you're dodging people getting out of the way moving about so it's, it's always I'm, I'm always trying to link any activity into a gameplay also so it's game realistic yeah, yeah yeah yeah. but in terms of their physical development it's also helping them be active yeah absolutely healthy, yeah, yeah. 
yeah. it, it all helps, doesn't it? Yeah, because you know, at the end of the day, we all know kids, we're all ages, are stuck in front of screens a lot of the time at home. So you, it's just getting out and about, enjoying it, moving, physical activity, anything really. So yeah, so, yeah. absolutely. So another one, um, social interaction. So yeah, engaging with a group, engaging mm. with a group activity. Um, and I'll, I'll look at I'll look at my team. So obviously my team have moved past the the Wildcats, or they are still seven and eight year olds. And there's I think got fourteen players. There's a group of three who go to one school, and a group of three who go to another school. And yes, they do kind of stick together, but the rest are all individual. Mm. But they all still chat and hang with each other. If a player goes down injured, they'll all go to that girl. Regardless of whether she's a set school or not, they'll yeah. all go to each other and support each other. So that social bonding is, is growing already. Yeah, I agree, absolutely. It's very easy to, 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 to be in the same social group at school and not, not interact, but have, having different... Because we, we've got kids who are based in Somerdale School. There's one who comes from Pensford. So there's, there's, there's quite, a, there's quite a, a wide variety of schools that they come into. So I think, yeah, the fact of interacting at uh, four and five-year-olds at that age is great, I think, really. And you, and you see them, as you said, if, if the kids fall over, even at that age, they, they're going over and helping them up, shaking their hand, giving them a hug, oh, so which is just a nice social interaction, I guess. So it's, it's, just, it's just nice to see, I suppose. Yeah, I, get, I totally agree. I think, I think I've mentioned it on many of the podcasts. I think grassroots football... Is all about, said the likelihood of getting a professional at your club is minimal, but what you'll have is people you know who are working in part of teams when they work in go into the working life in school life, and it's preparing certainly the younger ones when they go to secondary school. There could be like you said from all different schools at mm. the moment at primary when they go to secondary <coughs> school they're going to know five or six. Yeah. It gives them that sort of advantage as well that you you know in different people. It's confidence as well, yeah. isn't it? Because as we all know, we we. We move through in life, be it school, be it university, be it work, whatever. Even even that socially, you 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 need to interact with obviously new people and different people. So the fact that people are interacting at this age, four and five year olds uh, together who, who don't know each other, I think is really healthy yeah. for the future, really. Yeah. Absolutely, and it, and it benefits a lot. Not just that, but then of course when they do become a team, mm. not necessarily when you're saying Mark when they're older, but just generally when they form into that team of say six year olds yeah. and seven year olds that coming together even though they were from disparate groups disparate mm. schools it helps form that bond yeah. form them into a team and yeah, a cohesive unit yeah, yeah. the playing unit mm. so it does help them doesn't it yeah, yeah. It and that's part of the reason I mean, we'll go on to it later that's part of the reason why when we, when we join the, the, the boys come in it's, it's, it's by school age mm. so, so we start a reception group that reception group then moves on to year one year two we, we don't mix so I think it's important to keep that group together so, so they go on from being a, a soccer tots at reception, up for up, and then to under, well, under fives, as we call it, under sixes, under sevens, etc. So they all go up as a group, which I think See, is quite... Now, it's interesting. We'll, we'll, we'll come away slightly from the from our little, I wouldn't say it's a script, it's not a script, but our little sort of bullet points that I've got to go through here. Because I know that our other local rivals just across the uh, the railway track do have done it different in, in the past, because I've played teams and I've seen players and they've moved on, in that they go by ability and if there's a player mm. who's much better ability they will move them up an age and that is that is a way that the fa do suggest doing it as well yeah is they do it by by physicality or by um sort of uh, ability and progression 
but we don't do that here. I know, I know Mark keeps a, you you sort of keep them very much in their age groups, and you sorry, no, that was Mark Winter. Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, folks listening. <laughs> sorry, Mark cats. Winter when I said that with the Wildcats, and you Mark's more with the Tots. You keep them in their um, in the year group, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, there's I mean, school like, like we said, that four-year-old going to Arsenal and stuff. They will all develop. There will be somebody in September, October, who's streets ahead or streets behind. You don't know at that. I, I, I'm, and then obviously the Arsenal guys are far more qualified than I am. You don't know in six, seven months generally what they're going to be like. But they can shoot up, shoot down, loss of confidence, anything can happen. Um, but also, yeah, but also there's the thing where there's a lot of um, not here so much, but also a lot of counties where you have primary, junior, mid school, mm. and senior school. And if you're in your age group playing, then you know those people. If you're playing up in the upper year, then you're, you have no social bonding during the day sort of thing. All your friends who, who you play with are all, yeah. you can't, you've got no daytime as it were, right. school time <coughs> thing to talk about, because yeah. they're all that year below I, you. Yeah. I mean, go the, yeah. the other way, and I think it's Holland, they don't do it at all in age groups, all the way up, I think, to at least under 12s, if not older it's on height weight and stuff like that is what's it so but as we i mean you go up to say the under 16s classic example my boy corey virtually every week he's up against somebody who's at least two foot taller than him (laughs) um but in holland he'd be um, he'd probably be playing against 13 year olds Mm. because he's that i mean if there's a header coming in he he ain't got scooby-doo's chance i mean But, um, I suppose similarly then, someone like in our team, Aaron, who yeah. is six foot, could have been two years ago yeah, put right. up mm. yeah. because of it. So, yeah. It, I mean, it's so... Th- th- but then it's, just because they're tall, is he physically developed? No. And just because Corey's small, I mean, Corey uh, he battles. can still be... Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. So, so against a 13-year-old, he's not the matter of the way. Just because yeah. he's short yeah. doesn't mean he's mm. not and he, physically and he, developed. And he, he so battles. whether that's the best way, I don't know. There is swings and roundabouts, but... Again, like we said, for the peer groups, certainly at, at the, I think, the younger age groups, to keep them in the same one is probably the right way to go. Um, I sometimes, unfortunately, if you've got some parents who think their kid is the next Messi, Ronaldo and stuff, they might push to go up a year because they think that's the hardest challenge yeah. for them and that. And again, it's being part of the tots the wildcats and everything like that is sometimes managing parents expectations they think they played in the back garden and their boy or girl is going to be the next england captain yeah um, and this is the pathway to it is managing probably uh, aren't going to be the next england captain because it's very rare but yeah i must not i i do think as well about the the physicality as well because obviously i'm always conscious about you know even even at that age four and five year olds get injured the upper kings even someone who's a year up it's easy they could get injured and then the day that they've come to us as a as a as a, as a f- local friendly football club it's that's on the back of my mind as well players getting injured because even even at this age their kids are falling over getting injured balls in their face so when they're playing with their own school year it's a, it's a bit of a safer, I guess, yes. surrounding them than yes. kids who are about to, 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 a couple of years older than I suppose. Yeah, so. definitely. Um, and the final one of the three I've got is cognitive growth. So toddlers sort of learn to make quicker, dis- quick decisions, mm. 
uh, strategies and understanding basic um, sort of concepts sort of counting and colours. We do sort of um, travel notes and stuff yeah. like that. We do that quite a lot, travel notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we do. Travel, so it helps yeah. learn, teach their mind as well. Yeah. So that's quite a good one as well. Yeah. I mean, we yeah we do traffic lights, but I, I actually change the traffic light system each time as well. So you know, blue might mean run very fast this week, and mm. next week blue is do a skill. So um, so it's not so we're making sure they're not sort of they're having to pay attention. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Listening again, you want them to listen, and again, what you're trying to do with the basics is, you know, even though they don't realise it, the games are basic things that will help them mm. in football as they go on. So even traffic lights is looking in space and. You know, you don't want running into each other and stuff, stuff like that. But again, for Wildcats, tots when they do have ball exercises, it is making sure they've almost got a ball each, really, on mm. times as well. Oh, definitely. Well, that's that, that's that's actually the first thing that we do when we they turn up because obviously people are coming at different times. We get everyone a ball each, and we just dribble. Mm. They, 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 they've got a ball at their feet. As soon as they get there, they're, they're dribbling. Both feet. We always encourage both feet. Little touches, both feet, and then once everyone's there. At the session, then we then start it properly. Then really, so, um, so yeah. But it also gives them a, a sort of a, a definite routine. Yes. And it also gives a, a certain discipline to it as well, doesn't a- absolutely, it? Absolutely. Yeah. They sort, they sort of know what, what what they're going to do when they turn yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's the sort of the main sort of mainstays or pillars, if you were. So we're looking at the now the sort of components of, of training. So I've got starting off with basic ball skills. What do we think? Dribbling, passing, shooting, that sort of thing. These are the sort of things you guys do? Yeah, it's what you do. I think, I said, we aim a lot of non... We have a, I, a yeah, because I say, Mark, you're, you, I know you talk about the obstacle course, but your Wildcats, in theory, go up to six, seven-year-old as well. Yeah. So, you know. It, it, it's always, as I said, it's, it's a gradual thing. Um, <coughs> we do... Like as Mark said, we try to split them up almost. I, mean, I think I've got three year olds, so we do put them in age, and you do give them li- little different challenges. I mean, there are so many games out there on YouTube and stuff that we play. Well, I said the main thing is as is to keep them having fun, mm. uh, keep it short. I think all the games that we try are no longer that anything they do is no longer than fifteen minutes because mm. at that age it's the attention span. Um, but you do try to, as slightly getting older and maybe getting closer to the games, make it a bit more game realistic. You start, you know, little corners, one v ones. The best game, and I'm still doing it. With, I was doing it tonight with the under eleven girls. Is the one two three game, where it's one v one. You know, you shout out a number and you give you give them a number. You shout out that number and they they play against it. One one plays one two v two, yeah. and stuff like that. And they're having fun. They don't, and they don't realise that they're getting ready yeah. for playing football. So mm. you know, but well, it's, well, it all sort of enhances sort of hand-eye coordination yeah. and you know and control movements, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, and, and I think for us with the boys, we do try to start you know, little passes, shots, because they're even at that age, the ability is still it's quite a bit of ability between the boys and, and the girls if you have them as well. So it's just it's simple, simple passing. Shooting drills, and then progress on that route. I guess you just pr- progress onwards. I suppose as as as, as the weeks and the months go on. But what we do find, like a lot of I guess kids, all they want to just play games, and we just try and control that. I want to play a game for an, an hour and just have some drills. So what we t- try and do, what we, I've been trying to do recently, is 
we'll have a game of tag and then we'll have some small sided games to get them because they're, all, they're, they're so excitable and they just want to just kick a ball about we have some small sided games to get them almost tied out with it and then do some drills because otherwise what we have what we found is come in do a game of tag do some drills and they get a bit bored they want to just run about basically they've got so much energy at that age anyway so by just just get rid of some energy by playing a few small sided games that then do the drills and then pass them a, a big game at the end so yeah. um yeah, trying to get them into their minds that yeah, we do have a game, but let's, let's do some learning as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. that's the thing. It's, it's, yeah. tr- it's tricky because all they want to do is play football, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and you want to keep it fun for well, Yeah, of course. That's the thing. That you're not doing a game. Well, yeah, How yeah, dare yeah. you ask for a game of football at a football club? <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I want it to be is it's so structured that you do this for five minutes, you do that for five minutes. It's, it's not like that. If they want to go off and kick a ball with their parents for five, it's fine. Yeah. It's, always, it's, it's always been fairly informal, really. So... Which I think is healthy, really. Then, yeah, definitely. Um, another one: mini matches. I mean, mm. you say it right there, but yeah, yeah, exactly that. I mean, ultimately, what do we do? What do they do on a, on a Sunday or a Saturday? Yeah. It's playing matches. Is yeah. what we're actually here for. Yeah, and that's the that's the most advantageous thing. I mean, yeah. not just mini matches. Obviously, when you get a bit older, is is playing proper matches. Yeah. And I would I would argue that the the two players I've seen the most improvement in in my under eight girls team. Have come since they've started playing mm. matches. All the training we've done. Yeah. Once they've actually started playing matches, it's like, oh, it's a it's a big pitch. And there's an opposition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what we've got to yeah, do. Yeah. You know. So I mean, and, and it does help in training still. But it's that match understanding. Yeah. This yeah, is the that, pitch. That's the goal. There's the lines. Yeah. And the physicality as well. So mm. you can do all the drills and training, but there's no f- physicality in that in general. Yeah, yes, you might have some one-to-one stuff, but it's the, it's the match play, isn't it? Really, where you get stuck in. I think as well what I've found as well with the our, our lot generally is that you I said you, you get some boys who you want to you want to dribble the ball from one end to another others you just shy away from it so having the small sided matches we might have 2v2 matches or 3v3 it gets them all involved sometimes when you go a bit bigger even even at yeah. five year olds even 5v5 you get 10, 10 boys on the pitch you get two might just be looking in the sky or not involved so I think the really small sided match is really important I think to yeah. in- integrate everyone I don't know if Mark remember when we were back at under seven we'd, we'd look we, we would split it by ability yeah. but if we had at least 12 it would be the better six would do a 3v3 over there it makes sense, and the yeah. developing six yeah. would do a 3v3 over here yeah. so one it's, it's <coughs> they're, they're not being being smashed or one player is not dominating the no. pitch yeah. but there's a, a good competitive game on both pitches and they're all getting good number of touches on the pitch yeah. it's a small pitch so there's good yeah. touches good movement yeah because obviously when, when you're four and five year olds they're, they're, they're not passing the ball about they're, no. they're not they're not passing they're not looking for space they're not, they're not they're, they're, that's still to come four and five have you seen my 16 year olds so yeah so I think it's important because I said that the, you do get the boys who, who hog the ball a lot because they want to go do, do a messy and we'll go from one end to another and score a goal which is great but it's just that yeah just make sure everyone's touching the ball ultimately and especially in these cold you know, weekends we've had and the kids not getting cold and upset me I guess as well so uh, yeah definitely um, another component and Mark G for the Wildcats favourite obstacle course love the obstacle course <laughs> The girls seem to love the obstacle course. Um, it's again how we set it up. Every day they they got the ladders, mm. so the quick feet over through yeah, the ladders. Good, yeah, good idea. Then weave in and out mm. the thing. Grab a football again through cones, turn yeah, yeah. around. Potentially you could put a, a hula hoop and then they, yeah. they do toe taps, mm. ten toe taps, yeah. and run back. 
again you've got that competitive edge with it is we normally have uh, split it into three teams um, but it's a great one for agility it's also good yeah. for problem solving as well yeah. you can create little sort True. of yeah, yeah, it's firm, you know, it, it can do all sorts mm. of things you can do with it yeah I mean again that was one we started I don't know, three years ago I, I must admit I'd come to a session training session and thought oh, I haven't got bloody anything for these lot to do today and I thought oh, I'll tell you I know what I'll do I'll just set this up and again it's something that, that certainly the younger what they love it it's something that they or you know nobody ever moans always the obstacle course again yeah and it's a, yeah, that's a good, good idea actually, and yeah. when I mean because we try for the younger ones they do maybe only 45 minutes of the hour because they're three four years mm. to get tired and then they say well you can finish and they go and do the obstacle course on their own yeah, again yeah. they're quite happy then go back to it yeah, yeah, yeah and doing it again because they, yeah, they yeah, like yeah. It, because, and yeah, in and out. It, it's yeah. at that age it's what they sort of like you know it's not much different to go into the playground no because it's like having fun doing and it you know and they just think they're having fun but like Andy said it is we try to incorporate a bit of dribbling in there yeah. a bit of quick feet yeah, learning yeah. feet and a bit you of like toe taps and yeah. skill yeah. involved as yeah. well and the turns and can you get the ball under the cone and round yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, we put the little pot so they have to dribble the, get the ball through the like the hoop to then yeah, get yeah. it back. So they then. think they're having fun, but they're learning various skills of football. Yeah, yeah, you know, aren't they? Yeah, and it, it and uh, yeah, again, bizarrely, I, I, the same as sharks and fishes. I've been trying to think, well, I'll push myself away from that, but. They all seem to love it. So if they enjoy it, what, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the thinking skills, as you said, Andy. It's, it's, it's making them. It's not just dribbling the football from one end to another. It's, it's getting them to think about how they re- react to things and whatever. So, which is what you do anyway in football, don't mm. you? So, um, and they twist and turn because so, we do try to change the course every week. So, yeah. the hoops which they get the ball, so it's, it's different angles, mm. and so they've got to pass, get it through that, twist and get it back. And we try different skills, like you said. It's like the toe taps and whatever the drag backs or whatever they try to do yeah. as part of that course yeah. so and the thing is these 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 obstacle courses are way too difficult for people like Mark and myself to do so luckily his daughter comes down <laughs> and she does the demonstration yeah, that's good that's there's no way I could do, do it that. and it's <laughs> yeah and again it, because um, the span their concentration span can be short yeah to keep you have to do keep trying to do things and that's what we try to do. We try to vary. It is even though it's the same, and they know. And again, it's that that comfort that they almost mm. know what they're going to do. And then when they get that little bit older, like Andy's now taking on the under eights this season. Mm. I would never probably say the teams that we start are probably the most. And you know, some te- you, you see some teams that we've played or Andy's teams have played, and the young girls and. That they're so drilled on corners and right. set pieces, yeah. kick offs even, and it's, it's like totally well, drilled. Blind, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I must admit, I don't do that with them. No. Um, so maybe to begin with, we're a bit behind. But I, I think, like Andy said, once they're then used to the game things, the skills that they've brought by doing these I, things, I agree. They, yeah. they they catch up very quickly. I think sometimes you you can overload kids with too much. Mm. Yeah, that's great. You know throw-ins, kick-offs and what have you, but it's gameplay, isn't it? It's understanding football, dribbling, shooting, passing, really, I think it's quite yeah, key. Exactly. Okay, uh, and now another heading, the benefits of a sort of Tots and Wildcats football classes, or the benefits to them. So, first one I've got here is, is motor skills. 
So, you know, their actual agility and balance and coordination to, to them sort of thing. It's a great thing because you yeah, know, I, see I, them you know, I, just I do it, and turn and stuff. But you, well, you sort of, you've got um, a couple of, sort of uh, the, one or two of the girls, I can th- one or two of them think of who's now an under six and one of the girls, sort of two years ago, would just sort of turn and fall mm. over. Now she's sort of there to run and turn and yeah, still yeah. falls over, but yeah, not yeah. as much. Not as much. And again, I think, it, like you said, if they weren't doing football or any sport, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be football, if you're out there. Right. But to get them out, because unfortunately, they will be on the screens. And so no, you, I always think with the Wildcats, maybe the Tots and stuff, football might not be their game in the future. No, no. But no. you're learning them skills maybe for rugby as well. Yeah. So the basic skills, like I said, any most skills, if you're can be fit can be a bit of turn and agility you can do from mm. any well, any sport basically mm. it, it will help and I think certainly at a young age you're not you're, you're coaching football to a degree yeah but you're coaching them to be fit be healthy mm. have an ability to turn at any sport I, I, I to some degree when they go through under 13 all the way through they should try as many sports as one if you've got a certain kid who you think is, is going to be the next Messi or the mm. next Lucy Bronze or whoever, if they just concentrate on football mm. from like that, that young lad at four at Arsenal, or if he's doing that at four, by the time he's eight or nine, he might be bored mm. dude out of football. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to kick a ball no. again because you've got to give it a bit of variety. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I agree, obviously, with, with what we tend to do with, with the training, we, we don't do. You know, do, do, dribble the ball up and down up and down we, we, we change angles we, we might do something different we might get them going, going around poles and anything where, where they're just changing direction I think it's quite important so even at the start when they come and dribble they're dribbling about but they're not dribbling in a straight line uh, yeah. so I, I might be going round to them after and telling them to get them to turn or to just, to, just interacting with them, I suppose rather than just doing some, some basic sort of drills really I guess Absolutely I think some of these are actually similar to the first bunch but um it's about social dynamics, which is similar to one of the earlier ones, but things like being belonging to a team, um, communicating, cooperating, building relationships, yeah. is similar to that for yeah. a lot of the and, first ones, but you know, still belonging, that social and belonging. That, and it's not only the kids, like I said, you're mm. keeping in there, it's getting the parents. Mm. Soccer Tots and um, Wildcats, you're bringing the parents in at a young age, so when they come in, they know the club ethos, what the club's yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what yeah. they're after, like that. The, the responsibilities that they have, how to behave, mm. um, and obviously it gives them, the parents, um, an ideal opportunity to build bonds and friendships. Potentially, if you've got tots or, or wildcats coming in, you know they could be there with each other for ten to 15, twelve years. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's building that relationship up with the parents as well. I think um, it's good as well, especially especially on a Saturday morning when obviously I, I know you train and we train as well, Mark. Um, that they're, they're seeing lots of teams down there. You know, Saturday yeah. morning there's a lot of teams down there, a lot of age range. It's just seeing that, I guess, that unity, I guess, with the club and, 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 and the size and, of the club. The, yeah, the, the parents, and kids can got, see that. Yeah. Yeah, this is what we could potentially become. There's yes. The, there's, there's that age, and well, there's the bigger age, and there's the bigger yes. age again, yeah. there's the bigger yeah. age again, and yes. Well, we train the under fives or the reception group, train next to the year one group. So they, they, they so uh, I, I've done that for a reason, so they can, the, the, the reception group can see 
Well, yeah, they're, 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 I mean, there's so many kids anyway because they get yeah. schooled, right? They can still, yeah, they're, 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 that's the team to is next to team to go up to go mm. up, and then that's. I mean, sometimes see the drills that they do, which is a bit more complex because they're a year older. So it's, it's, it, I think it's quite important to see that that growth as they grow up, and, and, and to see other teams as well that they can aspire to. I suppose more than anything. Well, interestingly, honest, just just halfway across the pitch, you have the Wildcats. And then five meters beyond them, you have the under sevens. Yep. And five meters beyond them, you've got our under eights. Yes. And they're lined up. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly yeah. that. Bizarrely, the under nines are a long way. But as soon as they finish, then the under tens, the under elevens yeah. are coming in and, and turning uh, up and training as well. That's no, good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it is good. Um, so I've, I've done. I think we've mentioned cognitive development is before. Um, so we'll, we'll go over that one. Emotional well-being. I think that's a good one. So sort of that mental health. That's mm. another one. I think it can. <coughs> even if it's something as simple as the joy of scoring a goal. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean, and it, even the joy of just being out and with friends. With the weather, I mean, as as bad as it is, mm. and stuff, they might not come out for it. And you can tell the difference when they come regularly and when they don't. Yeah. And the confidence and stuff that they they bring and. It makes such a difference. But when they score a goal, they don't go yay on their own. No, All no, the teammates yes. come together, yeah, we, we even though they're I not mean, necessarily, when they first come together, friends, Yeah. even if it's their first week, yeah. they all come together, yeah. celebrate yeah. together. Yeah. You know? And, and their general, co- I mean, classically, it's my niece Freya. She, first three or four months, it was quiet, wouldn't, mm. you know, and, and they always, a load of them come, yeah. and parents have got to hold their hands. To start with, where they're scared and nervous because mm. they're, but after weeks three, four, five, and six, <coughs> who's mum and dad basically when they drop mm. off, they don't care. They're they're, out, they're, yeah. out, they're enjoying it, and that builds that again. It's that confidence. It's to get on with it and enjoy general, general life. And again, it's such a good thing. It just gives, gives them a boost as well. It also it gives a boost, I think, when, when you, they get the praise from the coach as well. Yeah. Well yeah. done, that was a really yeah. good turn. Yeah. You see a little smile on their faces. <laughs> yeah. Not so much when they're older. Oh, well done, that was a really good turn. He was all scowling at you. Yeah. <laughs> but the younger ones, yeah. especially. Yeah. yeah. I think, as I said, I think a, a key to grassroots coaching all the way through is, is positivity. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, in today's world, they will face certainly with social media and stuff a lot of negative stuff to be a role model that gives people um, positive it's encouraging yeah yeah absolutely yeah and to to have that and to have that from a young age and that trust is something special really that you know in life things will change but if they've got another person an adult figure that they can look up to and stuff is something which is very important yeah. and it gives mm. them that security mm. that, that I mean unfortunately like I said you've done it now for six years Mark with the Tots I've done Wildcats no matter what unfortunately fortunately or unfortunately you're always there almost it's like this steady person yeah. that they yeah. know that is but I think for me I know you probably come out later but for me the part of the reason I still go is it's a CCM enjoyment I've got no kids at the club so it's to see the enjoyment of 
these four and five year olds who just score a goal and they're like they're not gonna, some, someone to their parents and high five the parents it's, it's, it's just nice seeing that enjoyment of just something simple by scoring a goal for them it's fantastic well not just that when they score a goal and celebrate if you look at the parents the smile on the parents yes, face yeah, even, absolutely, even the one yeah. of the parents yes. the smile on the parents yes. face yeah, as well yeah. like, it, oh, you know. it's a feel good factor ultimately yeah um, the final one in this little section here routine and discipline so even things such as discipline which extends beyond the field sort of into their daily life just yeah. instilling that yeah. sort of this is how we do it we do this we do yeah. that and it's that will help them not just now but as they grow as well and it's, 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 I think the basics of any team sport and stuff and doing stuff like this like I said it will 99.95% of children in grassroots football <coughs> will not play football as their main profession mm. But the majority will be in working environments where they're part of teams and part of, well, A, you've got to get into work on time. B, if somebody tells you to do something, you generally yeah. probably have yeah, to yeah, do yeah. it. Yeah. You, and you might not like doing no. everything. You might not like everybody there. And it, it teaches you those skills yeah. that you have to tolerate, you know, and work with people, be part of a team. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And to succeed in whatever field. And I think if we can get people succeeding in their fields, whatever it is, when they and being part of that is a huge benefit of doing it. And to have it at a young age, at, well, at Fry's three and four year olds, is an amazing talent mm. to have. Definitely, it can be quite a challenge to have discipline because because obviously I'm not a teacher, and so it's having that it's having that I guess that line, isn't it, where you're not. You're not shouting or anything. You're just trying to get them to listen to you almost. And, and you know, especially a lot of boys, they get very excitable and they're trying to control that excitement sometimes. But also not being like a teacher, I guess, as well. Yeah. So it's, that, it's that balance, isn't it? Really, it's very difficult. I must admit. Sometimes. I will come away actually slightly from that and just ask. And this is going slightly off topic and might be a bit controversial. What about children? Those uh, have got mild learning disabilities and by that I mean autism, uh, ADD, yeah. ADHD, how does that affect the way you're trying to interact with them or interact with the other children? Have you found any issues or difficulties no. there? I mean from my point of view with that obviously I think I've discussed in the past one of my kids has got autism and he's been with Obviously, he's the under 16s. And we talked about Coy in the past, so we used to. And I, I'm quite happy to have children like that. You, you tailor it slightly different if necessary. You, mm. you have a good interaction with the parents, because yeah. again, with any disability, is different levels. Yeah. So with with Corey, he's I would argue quite mild. Yeah. And he's he, and he's his well, focus he's is football. Mm. His focus, focus so is football. at football, he's okay. But yeah. what if? he's turning up or she is turning up because the parents want them to do a sport and the focus isn't football and so so I've got for instance a girl in in my team and she's absolutely lovely but she stands there and just pats your back and says hello 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 <laughs> and you're trying to coach hello yeah. Yeah. patting your back yeah. inside and don't forget she's absolutely <laughs> lovely but you're trying to coach hello you know it's like no no stop saying hello yeah. and stop patting yeah. me we're trying to do this okay hello hello <laughs> Not quite that bad, no, but no. you know, she's not necessarily yeah. listening to what we're asking yeah. her to do. I mean, okay, I, in my thing, if you have children, this is why hopefully 
you've got a lot of people. Ideally, I think mm. with younger groups, the you get anybody who says they're happy to help, bring them in. Yeah. Because if you've got children like that, you can you can get somebody to a help yeah. them and maybe go one on one with them, two on one, yeah. whatever. Make it so you've got somebody with them all the time if necessary. Yeah. I think. You don't want to ever, ever, if you can avoid it at all costs, exclude people. No, no, not at all. No, I mean, it's, uh, it, it obviously depends if they've got a condition and uh, violence, and then you, that's, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah. But if it's just. But if it's just generally distracted, if you, then you. Help you yeah. Them, yeah. I mean, if you want, if, if unfortunately, if you're on your own, that might be a different story because you, you haven't got the capacity to deal with that. But get as many. I mean, I think now, basically, I do the Wildcat session, all I do is set up. And let others take over. And then I chat because I don't think I actually do. If everybody's there, there is no need to coach because I think now there's half a dozen of them. And again, I think that's an advantage with the Wildcats and the Tots. What you try to do is that you you are almost looking for the, the parents then to take it on. That's quite key, isn't it? Yeah. To be yeah. To, to run the team. So. Have you had experience with any, anyone like that at all, Mark? There opinion? are a couple of the under-sixes, what well, current under-sixes, who are uh, autism, and my parents have let us know about it, and, and, and we've obviously let the coach know about it. And it's just interacting, making sure you're, you're down on one knee, you're explaining things they can see, they, they can understand what you're talking about. And, and as, as Mark said, not, 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 not isolating, just getting involved in the group, and making sure the, the other kids aren't, aren't aware of their, their, their disability. They're just no. involved. They're just yeah. involved and they enjoy it. Yes, they may not focus enough or concentrate, but still, still include them. Yes. And, and you might want to have a, them, you know, you, if, if you have like three groups of four, you, you might want to have another group of three and have them in it. So it's just, it's just so you're, just as a smaller number of, 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 of kids, because sometimes having a big group could, could, could be an issue for them. They, yeah. might, they might shy away from a big group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it's just understanding their needs, uh, make sure they're, uh, they're, they're, they're they understand you more than anything, I suppose, because it's very easy when you're stood up and you're you explaining a drill. That's that it's, it's sometimes some kids get it, some kids don't get it. So it's making sure that the, the kids who perhaps don't quite get it and understand it in, in more detail, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. I want to move on just to give a, get a quick talk about this little subject and see your views. I came across um, a company, a soccer talk company, who sort of specialises in Brazilian type football. So they advertise three age groups, six months to one year, and sessions focusing on helping children crawling around, moving, and using the appropriate equipment and exercises. And then there's the one year to the three-year-old, applying balance they've already developed to control the ball in the air in new ways. And then the three year to five years, children are encouraged to hone their juggling skills. <laughs> Any thoughts at all? If they're having fun, why not? And, um, you know, six months to a year. Yeah, but they're, they're, I suppose what that is, is there are obviously kids clubs, tots clubs, God knows what else, and they are looking for a niche market. I would have seen potentially they are in an affluent areas that people have probably got more money than sense. Yeah, um, it, it's obviously... A, an income driver, and, yeah. I, and I get as well. If if you get these kids in young, they they will stay, won't they? I guess the the whole point is it's getting them in young. Obviously, yeah. I think six months is way too young, but getting them in young. Obviously, we start a reception group for the boys only because that's two years before they play. So they come in at a young age, and so hopefully it's 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 long enough for them to then gain the skills to play football. 
yes, we we do get requests for younger younger um, uh, players, but you know, you co- uh, younger kids. But and they, the coaches, there's only so many people available to do. Obviously, and, and, and as I've said, yeah. I, I don't really want to interact with three-year-olds with five-year-olds because it I is think it's a weird. big difference. I mean, we we have got. I mean, I think Nora might be four now. I know you've got some young ones, haven't you? Um, but she, Nora's been with us eighteen months now. Mm. I mean, she's still only. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculously small. Um, but that, to be fair, with her dad is always with her and does the obstacle course with her yeah, all the time. And, yeah, and even so Matthew's she, on the, on the with her. She, but six months. I mean, I mean, I d- it depends how they're advertising it. If they're advertising it as for as Put a foot, yeah, as, well, six months to a year is ridiculous. Franchise. But it's um, it's money, I suppose, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I but I suppose I was th- just thinking that well, if you had this area, well, some of where it's almost like a bowling, a little dance floor area, and you were available on a Wednesday morning between nine and twelve, and if that was my living, I'd probably do it. Yeah, I've got to be honest, I'd three be saying to, three to five juggling. I've got I I had a spare five minutes, but we were setting up on on Saturday with my girls. I was saying, yeah, how many you can just have a little go at juggling? Yeah. I might have to get one girl to do three touches just <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah, and that's somebody's about eight. Yeah, this is so, three to five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So potentially, you know, they could. They're they starting early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could be with you know the small size one balls, and yeah, you could probably do it. And again, I, it, I think in today's world where people are looking for different things and do, to do that, they might say you might have a parent who says, right, on Monday we'll go swimming, Tuesday we'll go and do, and that's what they want to do. So, you know, I, I don't begrudge people things like that. I think. Might even give me an idea or two. <laughs> I'm conscious of the time. I know Mark Small has to leave us. So I, I I'm, I'm okay for another quarter an hour. So yeah. 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 I'm, I'm hopefully, if you do, I'm hoping that Mark G might stay on a bit longer if we have a bit more to do. But if not, we might be finished. If you have to, do, if, if Mark Small has to leave. But so we'll go on to a bit further down my list. So ask a few sort of um, personal questions. Why do you do it? So I'll start with uh, Soccer Toss, Mark Small. Why do you do it? Well. Um, I do. I do genuinely enjoy. It. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, I, you, I guess your question: Who else would would do it? I suppose is 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 West one question. Um, that was my answer when I did it in ten years. Yes. Uh, yes. There, there is that one. I'm that not sure. I'm not sure who else would do it. And I know Mark G and James Cook, who's obviously our secretary now, was was doing it at the time, and probably quite grateful I stepped in to do it. So, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's um, yeah. I, I do generally enjoy. Yes, it's a Saturday morning. Sometimes I get a better Saturday morning. It's, it's not easy, but yeah, it's, it's, it's as I've said earlier, it's the genuine enjoyment. I, the, the, the the parents park park in the car, but they walk through the pavilion, and the kids are running to get a football, and it's like the enjoyment. It's literally the hands in the air running to get a football. At, quarter past nine on a Saturday morning it's, it's, it's just that enjoyment really, I think really and there's just you know sessions well, uh, uh, the session's only 45 minutes for, 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 for the, uh, the fives but uh, yeah it's just, it's just for general enjoyment and, and I and I, and I and I enjoy as well because it, it, it keeps my hand as well in, in, in coaching ultimately I suppose so yeah well, the second question is actually what would you get from it I suppose that's kind of part of this as well yeah. what do you get from it so yeah it keeps you Keeps your eye in as, as a coach as well, and yeah, and, and also I'm I'm looking around at other coaches on a Saturday morning. Other, obviously, the teams to, to take a note of what they're doing as well, really, because you're always learning ultimately. So, um, I suppose you also get a sense of like self worth in the sense of. I'm sort of contributing to my community and it as well. Yeah. You must get that as Absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, no, it's nice they're doing it for five, six years now. You, you see, I, I see boys that I coached five years ago 
and as you can see them develop and it's, it's, it's just quite nice to see them go, go for the club and I'm sure if I'm here another 10 years they'll be playing under, under 16 under 18 so it's, it's just nice to see, see that development right through I suppose yeah. okay uh, Mark Grinter from the Wildcats why did you do it and what did you get from it yeah, like you said from the same as Mark it's you do get to see in some ways it's the fun that factor with the, 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 the at that age there's no stress though is it because not, they're not playing games yeah. that's when it comes a bit more stressful so as a not, coach but. it's not stressful being presently head of the girls section I think it is the lifeline of the clubs going forward if you can have that mm. certainly for a grassroots club it firstly all of our girls who've been involved with the club now have started at Wildcats when they first started um, and Again, I know what it's given my kids going forward, is what it's given the boys. I mean, my boys now, in their last season at Fry's, they're going on to Bristol City Robins Foundation um, and stuff, which if they probably hadn't been at Fry's, that wouldn't have been an avenue they'd have mm. gone down. So speaking to them there, the futures that they can give that. So you know the positive things it can give children. Um, Corey with his autism but you know it's being part of a community mm. you are expanding that community it's and obviously with the upturning girls and women's football at the moment it's something to encourage I think it gives a lot of things but it said like you said it is giving a lot back to the community um, and the Wildcats is the thing there is the thing like Mark said nobody else seems to want to do it and you do want the volunteers to come in and take over as a, because it that you do get something you do get that enjoyment knowing that no matter how small it is you you kind of hope that you have a positive effect on their life even if it's only one percent going mm. forward that there might be that one person you might only have one out of a hundred that you could change their lives by doing it no matter how you know what the difference is, and as I said, I can say to Andy now, he's what he's done. He's definitely changed Corey and Bradley's life. Mm. The the paths being part of being that team yeah. for those last ten years has had a major effect mm. on their lives, yeah. um, and it can for the positive. Yeah, I think also it, it, it's lifeblood of, of the club as well. Because if it wasn't for those the tots, the Wildcats coming in club wouldn't survive they need the young players to come in and come up for the club ultimately so yeah and that's actually one of the points I was going to come to a bit in a bit was the benefits of having a TOS and Wildcat section yeah. is that, that regular throughput of, of players which yeah. is consistent yeah. creation of teams and it supports that continual existence of yeah, the club yeah I mean I'm we, amazed. without it we can't no, survive no, because there's, there's obviously a lot of clubs locally Red Falcon here Kingsham there's, yeah. there's lots of clubs locally isn't there yeah. and I know, I know Kingsham's growing some of those site here is growing, lots of young families come and, come and go. So I, I think it's just important for the club that we, we, we embrace the, 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 the youngsters ultimately. Because mm. if we don't do it, someone else will. Yeah. Another personal, one more personal question. So uh, again, uh, Mark Ford Tots. What benefits has it brought you as a person or as a coach doing it, do you think? Or has it? Yeah, I'm sure it has, but. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I guess it, it's 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 um, c control. I suppose. I guess it's it, it, it's made me um, appreciate. I guess so, so certainly. If, if, if there's any teachers listening, so it certainly makes me appreciate being a, being a teacher. I must admit, because I, I I do uh, 
I, 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 I do sympathise with teachers I must admit trying to control out of <laughs> 10, 15, 4 and 5 years it's, 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 yeah. it's pretty, pretty, pretty challenging at times but yeah it's, it, it's given me uh, a, a general enjoyment I suppose it's, it's it encouraged me to coach obviously continue coaching and just yeah it's, 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 another, it's another avenue isn't it ultimately um, just something to, it's for me to do as well it's something for me to do on a, on a weekend um, it gives it gives me you know, something to talk about with, with work colleagues. Or what do you do as well? I'm doing this. It's, it's, it, I think it's, it's quite. I think people are quite interested in the fact you're you're doing coaching of uh, a young group, especially if you haven't got any children in that group yourself. You haven't got any any of your own children. I think people are interested in that. So for me, it, 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 I, I just enjoy it, and it, 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 it just gives me a bit, me a bit of purpose in life, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Mark G, though. Yeah. Again, I think it's. It gives a perspective. I mean, I'm currently involved, obviously, with the Wildcats, the under-10 girls, and now the under-16 boys. And it's to have that, you can see the journey and the effects <coughs> of it. So with the Wildcats, it is that fun. It's the, it is like I said, it gets me up on a Saturday morning. It, and you do feel, that there is a sense of pride about mm. yourself. You feel, you, you, you'd be like, you don't do it for selfish reasons no. but you do think you have helped and you have contributed and like I said earlier I think for me if I'm doing this and in you know I always think well maybe in 20-30 years time I could be walking around the shop and I think a young a, a late a woman will go oh I know if it wasn't for you mm. and doing this they would. They might not be a footballer, but they might be a PE. They might be something. And they said, "Yeah, it it's just, that pride, isn't it? It's that yeah. pride in what you do, and it's nice because you know, we, 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 I get it with with the boys. The parents come up to really, a really grateful thank you at the end of the session. You get the boys come up to you and thank you as well. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just, it's, it's nice. It's nice sense. You get a nice. I get. And I, and it's almost like a. And it sounds a bit, bit sweet, a bit of a fluffy feeling. I guess almost so you, you get. You, 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 the, 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 they've enjoyed your yeah. forty-five an, an hour session. Seem, and unfortunately, it seems that. The further they go up the age groups, the younger, like you said, it's more thanks and it's appreciation. I think potentially the older they get, the pet and the, the parents are with you after eight nine years. They like to have a little bit more of a moan at you yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you don't get that with the younger ones. No, uh, I've not. I said again, we've done sharks and fishes for six years. A parent has not <laughs> one. Why the dude are we doing? If I was no. doing the under ten girls and we did the same training routine for six years, yeah, I think the yeah. parents would be saying, yeah. "Hang on a minute, but this the is girls, the girls as well." <laughs> yeah. um, okay, um, one last point. Obviously, Mark, if you need to bug out, obviously then then do so. But one last point, which is basically recruitment. So, and for both of you, this is the one of the key parts of, mm. of doing this is you're trying to find the right sort of parent coach to take on the role to go forward and then take um, uh, take on the team going forward but part of that you've got to make sure they get their, their DBS which is a regular three yearly police check which is uh, yeah. mandated yeah. without which coaches are suspended <coughs> by the FA compliance team they also need to do their online safeguarding children mandatory every three years online concussion guidelines or that's only one person per team mm -hmm. and um, a minimum one person in a team online introduction to coaching football so that's part of the recruitment that you guys yes. kind of have to go through trying to find someone to take yeah. on the team yeah. how do you how are your experiences of that there's a much more first well i suppose as as, 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 as mark g's mentioned it's it's certainly when they first come it, it's 
it's trying to find trying to find almost like a sixth sense of parents who, who want to get involved yeah no you, you, you can see you can see some of the parents who turn up and they're kicking the ball out with their, with their kid be it mum or dad and you can see them already they, 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 they look quite keen they look quite keen you, you get the parents who just bring them stand two foot back five foot back from the field and less keen so you, you can sort of tell generally what 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 which which parents are more keen or less keen or and and and, and, and now we get actually some parents who are kind of parents who, who play for the first team for example because there's, there's, there's that age group now so um obviously players who, who, who parents dads or mums who, who, who actually play football or still again they're, they're a good focal point because obviously they, they, they play an ideal for coaching and helping out so so yeah there, there is that certainly for me because my role ultimately is um yeah, uh, reception year. I, 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 they come in first of all. I bring the parents in, and then the idea ultimately has worked every year. Then those parents who help out then take that team on, yeah. and just turn under sixes, and, and then the next group comes. Almost like a conveyor belt, almost. So a, a reception group move up to year one, and that, that year one group then are being coached by parents. Yeah. So then obviously then obviously we we we, we, we then as you know Andy, DBS checks. And 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 rest, which can be probably more painful than actually getting them to coach in the first place. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so it, it does tend to work. I'm sure one year it might be. There's been a couple of years where I've said sort of you no know, March April time to, to parents. Look, if no one takes us on, it's gonna, it's going to fall because I, I I can't physically take the team on because I'm still looking at the teams the, the, team below. The, the team below. Yeah. So, so at the end, people are people do do understand that, and I don't think they perhaps. Thankfully for me, realise what's involved. Sometimes I, I, I take on. Oh, I can't be that difficult. He lies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lie. I lie to their face. Yeah. I quite. I'll only take you a couple of hours a week if that. Yeah, yeah. Off you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I look at. I mean, again, like you said, I I, get, I try to talk to the parents. You realise, are oh, you part of foot? Have you done football? Yeah. So the, I mean, first of all, I think well, they've turned up six weeks in a row. Well, that's a start. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, mean, yeah. so so if you're going to football, soccer, tops. Yeah. Three or four weeks, don't turn up for a week because yeah. the coach might be thinking that. So I pick up and then if I it won't chat with us, then yeah. I put are in. <laughs> um, if they say anything daft, like oh, I'm, I run Cubs, or oh, okay, you're involved. In oh yes, already. Yeah, yeah. I'm, oh, a teacher, I'm, yeah. I'm a teacher. I'm a teacher. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, and and you like you say, you pick up on little hints. You, of, like you, you say, oh, I, I, and they say, oh, I play on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. I've got to go. Oh, and how old are you? Well, so you're thirty, coming to the end of your football yeah, career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, yeah, yeah. Tick, tick, tick. Yeah, right, So do you want to get involved with and bang, and and that's what you try to do. I mean. We've been lucky. So well, I'm under ten. So yeah. So nines, obviously, and I think we picked with them. Andy made a Vamara, and that was it. Thank you very much. That, that, right, I had it. no choice. My that, daughter said, you, you're "Basically, you're, I need you to coach my my daughter." Yeah. I was like, "Right, okay. yeah, it's me in then." So, so um, and Adam was in, and then we had some uh, Ben for the under nines. He said he used to work for the FA. I thought, well, thank yeah, you very much. Yeah, there yeah, you go. You're yeah. you're in then. Yeah. That's not, that's sorted. And you just pick up on little hints mm. like that. You've just got to... I mean, and, uh, and we're lucky enough with the yeah. cut, yeah, basically lie to their face and say it won't take any of your time. Mm. Um, so the, we've got the team in ready for the new under eight girls, the current under seven. There's now four of them. Yeah. And the, the, mm. they seem to be very keen, enthusiastic and doing mm. great jobs. And then but we've got the next age group, which is at the moment is like tumbleweed. I, I, but... Potentially, we could enter an under seven girls because the Bristol girls they are looking at that. 
at the moment probably mm. won't it won't be the end Don't of the I, th- I think it's worth it because that's not going to start till September oh yeah we just so you're, you're talking nine minute. months away so I think it's probably worth entering even if we pulled yeah. out at the last minute yeah but I'm but. struggling to to get but more we'll, we'll will say, come more will yeah. come see I was I, I have to admit I was to me it was different because obviously I was hoodwinked in to take on my first team by someone who said oh just come down and have a look and at the end of the game they handed me my bag and bucket and said there you go but I was hooked anyway but after that each team that I took on I already knew that I wanted to do it yeah, yeah. so I I've, you know and actually getting coaches it was it was each time there was always parents there but for me it was easy because they knew I was the manager so assistance was always just a matter of uh, uh, yes getting an assistant yes. to someone who's a manager yeah. is easy yes. yeah. than finding an actual manager yeah. to take that yeah. main responsibility yeah. so but if you can find one and that's obviously you do that's your main role so you find one yeah. then you're doing really well and like I said but so far you guys have done it every time so yeah, yeah, my, my hat's off to both of you on that if I'm honest yeah um, I think as well I don't know if come on to it, we also I know some of the teams encourage younger players so like 14 or 15 year olds who are doing yeah. DV or whatever to come in as also coaches as well not, mm. I'm, I'm not saying that they will take that team on some might do potentially I, but it's, all, it's also encouraging them as coaches as well I always encourage it amazes me as soon as on, on our the WhatsApp the general fries group oh, I've got somebody who's DV. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They can come. I, I'd have 20 of them to be honest because yeah. I think it, it will encourage people involved um, you know hopes on their coaching path and agree with the younger ones again see my problem is my under 16s there's three or four who are interested in doing it by the time I found out Mark's where he nicked them yeah <laughs> yeah. and I know Saturday mornings practice isn't, isn't, isn't for everyone about mm. it so you, yeah. you can't rely on them all the time so um, well they like Mark because Mark starts at 10, 10.30 mine starts yeah. at 9 yes yeah, so and this is the option <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. start at 9 yeah, start yeah, at 10.30 yeah. Mark we'll go with you <laughs> but they said you get the, I think you don't get a reputation I mean I've got a younger brother of the under 16s is is helping mm. me out on a Saturday morning now, and yeah. so people will know that it's something that you encourage. Yeah. I got I had train tonight, and we've got a DOV helping us tonight. Under 16s, I think we've got another one doing wildcats, and there's another. I've got an 18 year old who's he's doing it for a year. Mm. So I don't know what do you, I presume he's on gold, but I've got somebody yeah. coming who's going to be starting for a year. Um, because then that helps but again I would also encourage any new managers and stuff think if you get a DOV to help mm. you it's, it's awesome um, yeah. any help even if it's just like helping on the, on the game days and like again, warming up and stuff like that the one advantage with helps. football and when they start and even if the ones when you, they're not sure as soon as you're in usually with the team it'll take you've got to be pretty hard and callous then to walk away from a seven yeah. eight year old yeah. says I'm not doing this anymore but mm. yeah. and to be honest it's few and far between yeah. personal circumstances and stuff if you and you do you do get to know you have a good insight and, it, and I think one reason why we probably do it is that you do get to know people mm. You have this sort of understanding of how what people are like. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, look at me. I mean, I, I I didn't want to do a fourth team, and then my daughter said, "Oh, your granddaughter wants to play football. You'll be her manager." I was like, oh, "Go on then." <laughs> what can you say to that? And yeah. now I'm in, now I'm in it. If she walks away, I'll be like, "Okay, good luck. Off you go." Anyway, team, let's go. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. you know, I'm in. Can, I'm can, fully can, in yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm into it. So yeah. Um, anyway, I think that pretty much rounds up where we are. Okay. So. Um, Unless any Mark, uh, Mark G or Mark no, want to I add mean, any more? I hope we haven't put anybody off. I would highly recommend anybody, if you want to go and help your local football team, Soccer Tots, Wildcats, 
great way to start, less less pressure, and I'm sure any club would love you to go down. And, and you don't out. have to be a manager, you just no. come along and help out. Yeah, and help our is, yes, it's not difficult, which is why we, we, we have the... The, the, the 14, 15 years helping out because it's, it's not, it's not, it's not that technical. They're kicking a ball no. about it, and it's, it's such an easy starting ground for any young coach, to, 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 uh, coaching at tots. Yeah. Because obviously they're they're they're, they're young. They're, 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 they don't answer back generally, which is obviously always a positive. So yeah, it's, it, it's a great grounding, I think, for any young coach. I think. Brilliant. Okay, so I think that's us done. So. From the Wildcats, Mark Binder, thank you very much. Thank you very much for your time and good night, everybody. And from the Tots, Mark Small, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Andy. And from myself, Andy Glover, signing off. Thank you all listeners. Hope you enjoyed it. See you next time. If you like this podcast, then please email us your questions, comments, random thoughts, anything you want to share with us at greengreengrassroots at gmail.com. You can contact Mark and Andy through X at Fry Club JFC or Ben at Red Falcon JFC on Facebook via Fry Club Junior FC or Red Falcon Sport. The Fry Club JFC website is www.fryclubjfc.co.uk and the Red Falcon Insta page is at Red Falcon JFC. You could also type out a fantastic review on Apple Podcasts or give us five stars on Spotify. You've been listening to a We Haven't Got a Clue What We're Doing production produced and edited by Andy Glover. <laughs>